We all need encouragement, motivation, and inspiration in our life. Each week, Patty will interview guests who will motivate and inspire you through their unique personal and professional experiences. I listen, my mom listens, pretty much the whole family. Listen, my whole family loves it, man. It's drastically changed my life. All of your senses will wake up as you listen to this scrumptious podcast that is sure to tickle your eardrums. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Wake Up with Patty Catter starts now. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining Wake Up with Patty Catter. I'm your hostess, Patty Catter, and today I have, I'm going to try to pronounce this. Oh, boy. Yehuda? No. How do you pronounce it? Tell me. Yehuda. Yehuda. Oh, my goodness. And Yehuda was telling me that his name basically means Judah, correct? It's the Hebrew version of Judah, yes. Okay, okay. And so... Um, he is Jewish, obviously, right? And I'm really excited to interview him. It's kind of funny because I've been wanting to interview him for a while. Um, and it was a couple weeks ago. Our, we have a mutual friend named Noah, and he's like, you really need to interview this guy. He's really great. And um, he didn't know that we were already corresponding with one another to get this interview done. So yeah. I would love it if you could tell our guests just a little bit about yourself. I like all of our guests to explain a little bit about their childhood, where you came from, a little bit about your youth, and then we're going to dive into some of the books that you've authored, which are a little controversial to some, not to me. I was raised in a home with guns. My parents taught me how to properly use them. Um, so if you could just go ahead and dive into your story, tell us a little bit about yourself and where you're from. So, for sure. So I grew up in Los Angeles, uh, born and bred Los Angelino, um, Valley boy. Uh, so growing up in LA, I grew up in an apolitical home. Um, I always heard that, you know, Jews were all Democrats growing up. So I figured I was a Democrat. Uh, I didn't know really anything because it was an apolitical home. So there was nothing on my purview of really political in any sense. I didn't know about the constitution. I didn't know about you know, the Second Amendment or Bill of Rights, anything. And in 2008, uh, I started studying the Constitution, getting into it. I bought my first gun. Um, and yeah, you know, I just, I grew up in Los Angeles, just a, a bit of a spoiled little LA boy. But now I live in Texas and I write children's books on firearms education. So how did you go from, I mean, where was that point in your life where you decided you wanted to start learning about guns? I mean, why was that? And what made you fall in love with guns, basically? So the funny thing is, you know, growing up in LA, I was five minutes from Universal Studios. So movies were a very big part of my upbringing. You know, I watched all the great movies. I got into James Bond pretty early. I love guns. I thought they were cool, but I also thought that the only people allowed to own guns were military, law enforcement, and bad guys, right? That, that, that was it. I, I didn't understand that civilians, citizens were allowed to own firearms for any reason. So that was also never on my purview, just something that didn't register. Um, I, I remember the exact moment when I began studying the Constitution. 
I was on my way to work one morning and the local hosts of the big FM station in California were talking about something that we, I know yours is a family show, so we won't talk about what they were talking about, but I, I literally felt brain cells in my head exploding one by one. I'm like, I just, I feel dumb. And I turned on AM radio and, you know, all of a sudden I find myself the next couple of weeks just nodding my head with all these radio personalities, you know, Rush, Hannity, Glenn Beck at the time. I mean, now I've, I've studied, come a long way. I don't necessarily agree with everything they say, but, you know, back then, this was already, God, 11 years ago, um, 12 years ago, I'm sorry, 12 years ago, I was nodding my head. I'm like, wow, that just makes sense. And then I realized one morning, I'm like, oh my God, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not even a Republican. I'm like 3% Tea Party Patriot, you know, Sons of Liberty, uh, all out rebel. And I, that led me again to studying the Constitution, the Second Amendment. I had a buddy of mine in California who called me up one day and says, hey, let's go shooting. I'm like, oh, okay. And we went to the range and it was like right out of a movie. He had this big case and he like unfolded everything. And there was like eight handguns, three rifles, shotguns. And I'm just like, who are you? Where did you come from? And uh, yeah, and that was just the bug. And then a couple of years later, I bought my first gun and gun fever came right after. And then AR and a shotgun and a lot of other things. So when I was a kid, I don't ever remember a book being out for kids that you could read or check out of the library or anything. And I thought that that was really interesting. And that's kind of what intrigued me to look more into your profile. Um, because I do believe in teaching children gun safety because too many kids, they do only watch the movies. And so they don't understand exactly what's going on with the gun when they're little and they don't understand what can happen when you use a gun. So it's a really important to teach kids the right way to use them. Um, I personally was taught by my parents, you never touch a gun unless your mom or your dad are right there and we're with you, you know, when I was really little. And I'll tell you what, I was scared to touch my parents' guns if they weren't around because I was taught how dangerous that they could be and um, what could happen if you, do, you played with a gun. You don't want to play with guns when you're a kid. Um, so I was taught properly. And I think it is important for us to teach our kids, especially, I mean, if you're a gun owner and you have children, it's important to teach your kids gun safety. And um, otherwise they could just, you know, think that they're going to play with it and not good. Um, so what made you decide to create a child's book about guns? So I've always been interested in writing. I've always enjoyed growing up uh, writing, you know, uh, short stories and, and um I didn't grow up watching TV. My parents actually took away the TV when I was five. So I grew up with a very vivid imagination because I'm an avid reader. Um, I mean, I, I can, I used to read about a thousand pages a week. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I love reading. And at the time, my, my wife and I, we had two kids and we would go to my parents' house in LA every Wednesday night for dinner. And what happened was my younger brother kind of turned to me during dinner and he was like, 
so when are you going to take me shooting and I can shoot your Glock? And my parents just, I mean, we're talking about full-on Chernobyl nuclear meltdown. And for two weeks, they wouldn't talk to me unless it was yelling at me how irresponsible I am, how, you know, how can I bring a gun into the home with two children? And it kind of got me thinking, like, I'm responsible enough to get married. I'm responsible enough to have kids, but I'm not responsible enough to have a tool in my home. And that led me to go to the NRA's website and I did, you know, firearms education for kids. And you always find the Eddie Eagle program, which is a fantastic program, but unfortunately all it does is talk about what to do if you find the gun somewhere it's not supposed to be when there is so much more to firearm safety. So I went to Amazon and I was like, okay, I'm going to go buy a book for my, my two kids. And I was shocked, really shocked that there was no book out there that was solely devoted to children, mm-hmm. not, not a, a book for parents to read, to talk to children, but for children themselves, as you said, a, a bedtime book where you can read it to your children or if your child is just beginning to read, it's easy enough that they can sit down and read it themselves. So I was like, oh, you know, I, I like reading. Um, I wrote the first draft of my book on my iPhone, uh, on the Notes app. And I texted it to a buddy of mine who was in the, still in the LAPD, because he was like the only real gun guy who I can trust at the time. And he kind of tore it to shreds, but with constructive criticism. And I mean, my, my journey to get a published is, I mean, that, that's a whole podcast in itself, but it took me about five years to get the book uh, published. Wow. And yeah, uh, turned down left and right by over 30 literary agents, over 30 publishing companies. Um, obviously, it doesn't help that I started shopping it around pretty much right after Sandy book. I mean, that mm-hmm. definitely Yeah, that would help. probably, but, yeah, that would make it harder. Yeah, it, it, made it made it much more difficult, but um, turned down, turned down. I finally found the agent. I got a book deal. They canceled it three months later and um, just, you know, powered through it and yeah, uh, released my first book in January 2017. Mm-hmm. So, how was your reaction when you discovered that, wow, somebody actually accepted this to publish this for me? Um, relieved? Mm-hmm. Uh, I would have to say probably relieved the most. Um, like I said, I'd worked for five years on this book to get it out there. At one point, I had a publishing company, a, a very big name publishing company um, with an agent, but three months after they signed me, they canceled the whole thing mm-hmm. and the agent dropped me um and that that really put me in a deep dark place um was not i it was not was not in a good place at that time but i you know i kept powering through my my son at the time wrote it did a project uh he came home with a flyer uh, i guess a paper that mm-hmm. said what he wants to do when he's 50 and it said when i turn 50 i'm gonna be like my dad and i'm gonna write and kind of at that moment i realized that me publishing this book is not about me anymore, but it's about showing my son that you never quit. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, two months after that, I found a small publishing house. Um, I sent him the manuscript. He calls me an hour later. He goes, um, by tomorrow morning, you're going to have a contract. And about six weeks later, the book came out. And, you know, for all the naysayers out there who said, you know, you're crazy for writing a children's book on firearms in a positive light, or, you know, you're never going to make it. And, you know, why would you write such trash? Uh, you're just promoting firearms with kids and a lot of other negative comments um, that A, I shouldn't be doing it and B, it won't be successful um, from people that I'm close with. Um, it was kind of vindicating saying, hey guys, I got a publishing deal and there's nothing like my book on the market and I'm, I'm setting out to change the way we as Americans, we as gun owners, educate our children on firearm safety. Mm -hmm. So if somebody were to purchase your book, what would they expect? I mean, you open it up as I have not been able to read the book yet. So what, what is it like? The book is, uh, the imagery is sharp. Uh, it is uh, detailed. It's not cartoony. Um, we're talking about firearms and firearms education, firearm safety. Kids need to be able to visualize it and not in a cartoony fashion. Mm -hmm. um, they need to actually see the contours and, and the outlines of guns and stuff like that. Now, we're not talking about, it's not, it's not a, a, you know, a super detailed drawing, but it's not cartoon. Mm -hmm. um, the illustrations are vivid, uh, colorful, and it talks about finding guns where they're not supposed to be, range rules, keeping your guns, uh, you know, um, clean as a, as a healthy respect, talks about the four cardinal rules. I mean, it really touches on all aspects of gun safety. And what I specifically did is the book is told through the eyes of a little boy. Mm -hmm. uh, the boy's name is Kyle. I actually named him at, when I was in the middle of editing the book. Uh, that's when Chris Kyle was killed. So I actually named the boy after the Kyle family. Mm -hmm. um, so it, it follows this little boy who wants to be like his dad. And he talks about, my dad taught me this, my dad taught me that. And the reason why I did that is because instead of an adult telling kids, you know, don't touch the gun, don't do this, don't do that. It's more of a peer-to-peer -peer conversation with someone your own age educating you. So it's more of a friend talking to you rather than an adult preaching at you. Mm-hmm. Um, so is it, uh, I mean, can you give us an example of maybe like a couple sentences? Do you know off the top of your head? Can oh, I cut you um, off guard? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> totally throwing me under the bus right there. <laughs> there. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, I can, I can show you. There we go. Yeah. No, this is just... Okay. So, I mean, it looks real. Like you said, it's not yeah. cartoony. Um, I, I like that a lot because... Right. Um, it, it's like different people who own guns. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it, it, like I said, it looks real. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's important, especially with that kind of a book, so that they keep it real mm -hmm. and they don't get it confused with fiction. So I, I like that a lot. I appreciate that a lot. Um, now, you have a joke book as well, right? <laughs> I do. Um, 
<laughs> after I, that, that's my latest book. After I wrote Safety On, I did convert it to a coloring book. So it's the exact same book, mm-hmm. just in coloring book format. So children can actually visualize it themselves and really internalize it. Mm-hmm. Um, I did my two other books. And then I came out last year at SHOT Show. So I guess a year and a half ago, I met a group of people who are now some of my closest friends in the industry, a guy who runs a podcast called Tundra Tactical. He actually just had his 100th episode, and now it's called Tundra Nation. But him and his writer, his writer is, I, I, I love this guy. I mean, he's, when you talk to him, he is so monotone. It's just like, hi, my name is Eric. You know, like, <laughs> but he's one of the funniest people I've ever met. He actually was just deployed to Africa uh, two days ago. Um, So he was deployed there. Uh, Just a super good buddy. And I, I, we were sitting at a bar in Vegas. I'm like, Hey, I've had this idea. You're about sick as you're about as sick and twisted as I am. Let's write a joke book together. It's called 105 explosive gun jokes. And let's literally just write a joke book. That will be so corny that every American dad who's a gun owner will love it and buy it and stocking stuffers and everything. He's like, all right, let's do it. And uh, we worked hard at it. We came up uh, about, I would say 103 of them or 102 of them are probably original. Other ones, yeah, other ones we just couldn't find any attributes. We just, I saw one painted on the side of a truck and I put that in there. So um, yeah, it's a lot of fun, that book. Um, and then you, what are your other books that you have out? And, and I will say, um, for, as far as political, we try to stay apolitical on the show or non, not too crazy political. Cause I know there's one out there and there I was like, Ooh, there. <laughs> there is out there. um, you can get to that in a second, but, mm-hmm. um, I do have an ABCs of guns, which is literally A is for ammunition and AR 15 B is for barrel and bipod. And as much fun as that one is, the idea behind it is, let's say you have a, four, let's say, you know, you're a, you're an, a gun owner and you have, you happen to leave the gun out. Um, you, you know, big mistake, you leave the gun out and a four-year-old picks up the gun. Mm-hmm. Well, if you tell the four-year-old, hey, keep your, get, take your finger off the trigger, you know, God forbid, we don't want anything to happen. Kid, where's, where's the trigger? You know, kid looks at the gun, where's the trigger? And... Mm-hmm. I want I wanted children to understand the different components of guns so that they know the verbiage and they know, okay, my finger's on the trigger, let me take it off. So my four-year-old runs around the house with a Nerf gun and I always tell him, you know, even though it's a Nerf gun, I tell him, hey, keep your finger off the trigger and I see, I don't have to explain to him what the trigger is he now knows. Mm-hmm. So there was a, there was a, some um, method to the madness for that book. But also I wrote that book because I was sick and tired of A is for Apple and X is for xylophone. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I want, I, want, I want parents to have fun teaching their kids the ABCs. Mm-hmm. And um, my last, oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. So I know that um, like as a child being raised with guns, um, I, owe, I, I feel like I was born knowing what a trigger was or born knowing what the safety is. But I was just thinking about, um, you know, I know a lot of military veterans and I hear a lot of stories 
and I don't know how many times I've heard of a new recruit or a, you know, they're in boot camp and somebody accidentally discharges a gun. And I'm like, oh my goodness, how can that even happen? I'm a civilian, but I know better than that myself because I was raised my whole life knowing, you know, what, how to treat the guns. But there's a lot of people out there who don't know. So, I mean, your books, even though they're for kids, probably some adults could really learn a lot from them. Uh, yes, I've, I've been told by numerous people I should send the ABCs of guns to CNN and MSNBC mm-hmm. so they can learn the difference between a clip and a magazine. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that's not even a joke. I've actually had people say they will pay for me to send them, to send MSNBC and CNN uh, books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not huge on um, big, uh, media companies let's just say yeah i haven't watched the news in years uh, and there's yeah, a reason I'm, I'm, for it i'm with you I'm, <laughs> I'm with you um oh but then my final book is actually called 27 words and that is a book that breaks down the 27 words of the second amendment for children hmm. so it doesn't get into you know the argument of where you you know if the, the comma originally was put here it, it has none of that it's the original intent of our founding fathers and their vision of what the second amendment is supposed to be. And the reason why I wrote this book is we, you know, we take our kids shooting, we educate them, we go, we take them to the range, we teach them to strip down the guns, clean them, we teach them all this stuff. But in reality, why are we doing this as Americans, right? Well, because we have the second amendment. We have the ability, we have the right to do that. If children... Yeah, and today, I mean, it's kind of scary out there, honestly. Um, You know, you could just be going about your way to go buy a pair of shoes and you could get attacked right now. So um, I think it's more important than ever that people understand the importance of safely carrying a weapon to protect yourself or your loved ones. Yes. Um, So, yeah. But yeah, so, you know, and and teaching your kids at a young age, if you cannot, if they cannot appreciate the freedoms that we have through the second amendment, the, the, you know, the one right that defends them all, then by the time they're older, we can't, we won't be able to rely on them to fight if our second amendment is being threatened. So I wrote, you know, I think it's actually the only children's book in the world right now. I think so. I Googled it. Yeah, that breaks down um, the Second Amendment for children. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure, too, that your books are still the only books out there for kids that talk about guns and gun safety. And um, I mean, Julie Golub has a book. Um, She's a competition shooter for Smith & Wesson. I'm not going to say she's a friend of mine, but definitely a f- we're, we're friendly. She, I mean, if we would bump into each other, we would definitely sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. Um, she's great. She's got a book. Um, but her book is, I think, more for a little younger than my age range. Oh, wow. Um, huh. Yeah, yeah her, and hers is a little more um, cartoony. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hers is called Guns tools, toys, and rules, or something like that. So, um, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's a vastly different book. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, 
you know, I still promote it because it is an important book for a bit of a younger age. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so where can people find you on social media? So I have two Facebook pages. If you see that you have to friend me for one, please don't friend me if I don't know you. Um, that's my personal page for my family and close friends. I do have a public page. Um, you can, my name, uh, Twitter, um, at the Pew Pew Jew. I do a lot of Instagram at the Pew Pew Jew. Um, yeah, I don't do any of the TikTok or, <laughs> or Snapchat. I don't do any of that stuff. I kind of want to see you doing a TikTok with some guns, you know, flinging them around. Whoops, I'm getting a little carried away here. <laughs> My Wild West style, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Shooting some targets to some music. Yeah, and uh, if people want signed copies of my book, um, they can go to thepewpewjew.com. Mm -hmm. If you just want to get my book, uh, Amazon is a great place to get everything. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Thank you. Thank you for telling our listeners about your books. And thank you for educating children on the proper use of guns and what they are there for and about our Second Amendment rights. And um, again, everybody go to thepewpewjew.com and it's P-E-W. So it's thepewpewjew.com. P-E-W-P-E-W-Jew.com. Thank you. Thanks for being on the show. And thank you everybody for listening. Did you have anything else that you want to say before we go? No, just thank you for having me. It was a, a long time coming and I'm, I'm, I'm excited we finally uh, got to get together. Finally, we'll have yeah. you on again. Sounds thank good. You. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks everybody for watching. Thank you for listening to Wake Up with Patty Catter. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for all you do. Be sure to visit www.pattycatter.com for the latest podcasts, articles, and swag. Also, be sure to follow Patty on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Patty Catter. At Patty Catter.